The Carmichael Dave Show. He's on the microphone when he's not on the microphone. He's playing a song, and when he's not playing a song, he's on the microphone, and then boom! With Jason Ross. No, he didn't! Yes, he did! Call or text at 916-339-1140. It's the Carmichael Dave Show with Jason Ross on Sacktown Sports. Moderators on the YouTube uh, chat line thinger dinger uh, is is uh, my guy Scooter is uh, Scoots, you know I, Scoots I, McGoots. Scoots McGoots is taking a stand. I always admire the one person with the sword raised on the island with you know taking on all comers. Follow me to freedom. Follow me to freedom. He's what are they brave, standing on? He's bravehearting. Um, the booing is terrible. I'm embarrassed as a Kings fan. We're supposed to be the best fan base in the league. That's terrible. But it goes to what I just said. We weren't ready. It should never matter, no matter who we lose to. That's a misspell. That's fine. Um, He's on the hill. And then he talks about the first game back from the long road trip. Look, I, I mean, look, I always say fans, fans should fan how they fan, as long as you're not being like violent and abusive. I'm going to say that too, but just don't boo. But like, <laughs> like, I... I and and by the way, if you chose not to boo, that's your right. Absolutely. I, mean, there, I would say this: there wasn't that many, but the, all you have to hear is a few. Let me tell you something on TV. Okay, so you were there on the TV. It sounded like a chorus. It didn't feel overwhelming, okay. but I always said, like, even if you get it was seventeen thousand making about you know now introducing whatever player that was a former king and yeah. you're like. Whoa! It's like eighty percent, ninety percent cheering, but you hear the you hear the boo. They they they, they were booing. Through. You could definitely yeah. hear it. I don't want to minimize. They cut but, through, but I didn't think it was um, overwhelming. But I also wasn't the one receiving the booze. I'll just say my thought. If I'd have been there, I'd have had my hands cupped around my mouth. I'd have been booing loud. I, I don't think you would have. You would have booed from where you normally sit. I don't think I've ever seen you boo at a game. Oh, I've never. You've been to this team's been terrible for years. Yeah, but well, not, but that's what I've said though. That's the difference. See, they've been terrible for years, but it's like. But they've had bad losses that are boo worthy. They have. I don't know that. I've, I mean, I literally, I, I, I can't remember being there. I mean, I've booed like refs and stuff, yeah. you know. But that—that's the thing. Like they, we talked about this earlier. They've been terrible before, but it's like me booing my son for not being able to dunk when he was in. Well, now, I mean, yeah. even now he's not even six feet tall. Like. You, if if you're not winning because you're not good enough, and the fan base, this is a smart fan base. We recognize that. Last night, as we've talked about all morning, it is a repeated, repeated thing, and you lost to a six-win team that had lost forty-three of forty-nine, that had two wins on the road all year, that was missing its two best players, had a couple others out because of trades. And they show up. I know it's your first game back. You've also had two days of rest. And you pull that in front of your home crowd. Yeah. These people pay. Yeah. They, and, and they didn't boo till the very end. Till the very, very I end. I mean, they were down double figures in the second quarter, right? Yes. So, and recovered. But it was at the end when the fans realized they're going to lose. Right. And that's when the boos happened. And Malik Monk talked about the fans booing. Yeah, they was booing. I don't like that. Uh, we play. I, I play too hard for that. And 
Look, I'm, I don't want to read too much into what he said, but it's interesting how he said we play and then corrected it to I play too hard for that. I don't think he meant anything by that. Um, that's the thing. Last night to me was an incredibly booable game. And again, like you said, it was at the end. We as a fan base are letting you know that your performance tonight was unacceptable. And we love you and we're there for you and we'll take on all comers if they attack you. But this is family and fans. That's why I've always had a thing with the whole we stuff. Like, you, when you're on the broadcast, shouldn't say we. Play-by-play voices shouldn't say we. But when you're talking about, like, fans and stuff, like, yeah, it's a we. It is a we. We are we are a a, a, a unit that all works together. It, it, the fans are the ones that watch the games, that, that, that watch the ads, that are watching guys play with orange balls, and paying a lot of money to do so, hundreds, thousands of dollars, taking time out of your day, parking, paying for parking, that doesn't give you the right. It's like saying, I pay my taxes, I can drive 55 in the, in the fa-. That doesn't give you a right to do whatever you want, whenever you want. But if fans want to voice their displeasure at a team clearly not being outclassed, not being out-talented, if they want to voice, in my opinion, their displeasure at their team not showing out not doing what it takes and repeatedly repeatedly throughout the year buckling or just not showing up in the first place that to me that that those are uh, the unforgivable curses mm-hmm. and 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 you got a dava cadaver that sucker <laughs> right out of there man about a cadaver. Well, I say a David. I can't even do Harry Potter. Nerd I don't stuff, know right? what you said. But you got to kill it, man. You got to you got to get that crap out of there. Malik Monk doesn't like booing. I, as I said, I promise you, the fans like booing far less than the players like hearing it. I promise you that. To get the Sacramento Kings fan base, any of them except the knuckleheads, which every fan base has, but you get that many people in the Kings fan base to boo, you've done something to deserve the booing. This is not a. This ain't Philly. It's not what we do. You don't want to. You want to get booed. Malik didn't deserve to get booed last night. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. I'm not booing Malik. I'm not booing Trey Lyles. I'm not booing DeMontis Sabonis. But you win as a team, you lose as a team. I'm sorry, Malik. If there was a way to, like, boo, but not you, Malik. Boo. Like, okay, I, I would have done that. Would have sounded weird. Would have done that. Anyways, it's supposed to be Niners at nine, Jason. You're talking oh. about the Kings. Good point. Uh, all right. So, uh, Jason, <laughs> I'm not sure if you know this or not, but the Sacramento Kings are are not playing Sunday. Well, they are. They're playing yeah, they against are. the Thunder. Uh, the Niners are playing in the, in, in the, in the big game. I am aware. Football. You are aware yeah. of that. They're playing the Chiefs. We've been covering this now for a couple of weeks almost. Anything you think we're uh, forgetting? Anything we missed? Anything under the, the mat? Well, I think what's interesting is we've talked to from Ryan Leaf to Randy Cross today to a few other people and even here in Styles and Watkins, like just the, the predictions, it's like Chiefs, Niners, Niners. Like it's not overwhelming one side. I don't think we're – and we're more of a Northern California. Obviously, there might be a lean to the 49ers. I don't – and everybody's kind of going close game. I saw our staff predictions. Everybody has kind of a close game. I don't know. Could we have a, a blowout? Is there any way that this game could be a blowout? Yes. Which way? Uh, I think the Niners could blow them out. I've, How I've, so? How does this happen? Because if if I was saying this yesterday to you, I mean, look, either side, of course, right. 
but I'm, I'm but what's the scenario to me to me it is more realistic for the Niners I to, <laughs> I think the Chiefs are going to win this game but if you told me the game was a blowout I would say and who do I think won I would say oh I think the Niners I I think the Chiefs can be and we're talking about a blowout like two touchdowns mm-hmm. or more if the Philadelphia Eagle Dallas Cowboy Jacksonville Jaguar 49ers show up it could be a sight to see if all these folks put it all together in the same game and the offense is working, the defense is working, Brock Purdy is locked in. He's making Randy Cross's comparisons to Joe Montana come true. Christian McCaffrey is just breaking ankles. Debo and George Kittle are all over the place. Brandon Ayuk's your deep threat. And then you turn to defense, and they're the defense that they can be, and they're just hitting everybody across the middle, and they're they're stopping that run, and Pacheco can't get off. Edwards Alaire can't. Travis Kelsey's going to get his, but they're limiting to dink and dunk five, seven, 11 yard catches. Rache Rice is doubled. Kadarius Tony's dropping balls, and they come out and they, they get a little bit of confidence. Like they get a nice 14 nothing, 14 3 lead. Yeah, I could see this being like a 45 21 Niner mm. blowout. Yeah. A perfect scenario. I have a really hard time believing that the Chiefs would do that. I have a, I have a difficult time believing. The Chiefs could blow out the nut, but you know what? Then again, yeah, feels like they'd have to have like some defensive scores, special team scores. Yeah, but now here's the other side, though. Yeah, Brock Purdy shows up, big game, and we see uh, we see Cleveland, or I mean, hell, we see a little bit. You know, we talked about this that Lions game, um, the IU catch off the face mask. You know, I, I I've counted three, and I want to say four between the Packer and Lions games very catchable interceptions mm-hmm. that have not now those go the other way it, if the yeah if the chiefs have uh the sticky on their hands and and they 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 convert those and you get into purdy's head and uh jones and friends are are, are, are stuffing uh purdy's face full of grass um if he gets his confidence rocked yeah, I mean, I, I, there, I, 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 there is a path for the Chiefs to blow the Niners out. I just, I don't, I don't know that's necessarily going to happen. But I do think the Chiefs ultimately, unfortunately, are going to win this game. And I hope to God I'm wrong. And I'm not doing the, I, I, on yeah. my kids, I'm not doing the reverse jinx thing. Well, I'll pick six tomorrow. Um, yeah, we will. Let's get to, <laughs> let's get to. I'm so nervous. Uh, here's Andy Reid. Uh, we talked about the story earlier. Uh, here, here's here's Andy Reid on uh, Eric Bieniemy and uh, his his, his future. Talked to our team um, before our last game, so he uh, uh, talked to the offensive guys and hung out with us uh, in our meetings. So I haven't had a chance to talk to him. Um, and he's he's still up for a couple of dubs. Yeah. What do you think his future is in coaching? And <laughs> yeah, I I can't answer the last part because I have no spot right now. <laughs> um, uh, uh, but I, I would tell you, I think his um, coaching future is great. I mean, I'm obviously a big fan of his. And- 
One more thing on Andy Reid before we break, Jason. This is Clark Hunt, the owner of the Chiefs, talking about rumors about Andy maybe retiring soon. I've been fascinated to see the number of articles out there speculating about uh, Andy's future. I I have no sense from him uh, that he's ready to hang it up. Uh, He loves what he's doing. He is energized uh, by this team. Um, He has one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Uh, So I'm not expecting him to, to step down at the end of the season and uh, look forward, hopefully, to him coaching the Chiefs for many more years. And, and I know he loves uh, coaching pa- Patrick. The, the two of them, uh, you know, their minds, I think, really think alike. <clears throat> and uh, uh, he, Andy's in the middle of one of the greatest runs in NFL history right now in terms of AFC championship success, Super Bowl success. So uh, hopefully that's a motivating factor for him to stay with us for a long time. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, we'll talk Kings in the next segment, but before we do, just a couple more things from Radio Row uh, and the press area down there in Las Vegas. Uh, Kyle Shanahan comments on the practice field and Brock Purdy on people that label him a game manager. We'll get to that and some Kings talk coming up next. And purple. It's the Carmichael Dave Show with Jason Ross on your local sports leader, Sacktown Sports. I feel like it's it can be a compliment at, at, at times where it's like, all right, you got a guy that can come in and, and run the system well. Um, I feel like that's a compliment. I think that's, you know, you're doing things right mentally and and obviously you're good enough to be able to hit guys that are open and make plays. Um, you know, there's 32 teams in the NFL, and there's not a lot of people that can come in and, and play the quarterback position well in the NFL. It's a hard, it's a hard job. So um, if you're saying that I'm a game manager and I, I don't look flashy in how I do it, I mean, that's your opinion, and that's okay. And at the end of the day, I want to do what it takes to help my team win. And so I think winning at the end of the day in the NFL is probably the biggest and most important thing. What's up, Brock Purdy talking about people saying he's a game manager? Yeah, I think some of that stuff was going to Jimmy G, too. And, and I think the difference to me so far of the two is I, I always, my fear always before was, man, I, Jimmy's fine. He's a good winner. He's a leader. Everybody vouches for him. I think there's there's value in that. They loved him. But I don't didn't feel like could he pull a game out if they need Like sometimes right. he did, right. but I didn't have full trust. I, I feel good about that. Purdy can do it. He's done it. Uh, I don't know if it's a good idea to be behind a bunch. Mm-hmm. Their best, their DNA is to get ahead and beat you and just run the game and and have total control. But they've had to come back twice this postseason, and he saved his best for last. How are like how is how is everybody not rooting for the Niners in the sense of you got the Chiefs and then the, they're the ones with the whole Taylor Swift thing. Travis Kelsey did the you know had those controversial commercials. You have Jackson Mahomes. Like, shouldn't we all hate the Chiefs? Even though I'm not a Niner fan. I don't know what people think. I mean, I actually like Patrick Mahomes a lot. I do, too. I like Andy Reid. I like Travis Kelsey. Um, I yeah. want the Niners to win. Um, I would not – Some. I'm not in – I don't have Chiefs fatigue. I got there with the Patriots. Do you have Chiefs – I mean, you want the Niners to win, so it's hard. But, like, yeah. if this was the Lions – well, no, that's no, not right. It, You'd it, root for the Lions. Let's say – the Cowboys got there. No, let's go Chiefs. Okay, wrong team. Oh, okay. <laughs> the Rams? Um, no, not the Rams. Uh, the Packers? You don't really have yeah. an animosity there. Like, I, yeah, I, uh, 
You know what? If the Packers were playing this year, I'd probably root for yeah. them because of Jordan Love. I think that'd be a cool story. Like the one I'm thinking of is Falcons Patriots. Like no ties to either. Team. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I want the Falcons. I'm tired of the Patriots. Yeah. And I didn't. I did not care. And about I'd root for the Falcons. I mean, pretty much any team that hadn't won one or hadn't won one in a while, I'd root for against the Chiefs. So I guess it's a little bit of a fatigue. Okay. I wonder, you know, from a political standpoint, which is always a great topic to have. Now I'm kind of obsessed with that. Like who. Who do like? Let's say you uh, you kind of lean right, and you're like, okay, like the, the the right side was really mad at at Travis Kelsey for his uh, vaccine commercials, and then they're really mad at Taylor Swift because she's. But they're really happy about Nick Bosa. That's what I. But oh, right, right, right. So here's the thing: you're exactly right. So then, and then Brock Purdy is like super religious, so that's going to be in there too, right? But then San Francisco. But that's right. But then it's San Francisco. The bastion of the headquarters of the most of the liberalist bluest blue ever. But it's in Santa Clara where all the tech bros live. Oh, right. That's what we need. We need. Here's what we need. We need both Joe Biden and Donald Trump to come out and endorse teams in the Super Bowl. I need to know Whoa. who I'm rooting for. Great on, idea. Yes. And then we'll break it down live on radio. Okay. I'm just honestly curious. Like, I wish I had a room full of, uh, well, and you know, I wouldn't worry about, you know, I don't care who the left's rooting for. They're not watching anyways. I'm, I'm saying, I want to know, <laughs> I want to know who the people on the right, I want to take a poll of all right-wingers and be like, mm, do you deal with the whole Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift being champions thing. I love that their controversy is just being people. <laughs> <laughs> or no, Travis Kelsey did the the, the commercials for the the Pfizer. Yeah, Travis uh, Taylor Swift is uh, supporting uh, the the Dems. So you got all kind. They probably drink Bud Light together. Taylor Swift is in a. The lefties aren't a big fan of Taylor Swift right now. Really? Yeah. Am I, I don't want to say. Like it came out, someone's doing a uh, has a Twitter account of her jet, like everywhere oh, she's jet, I saw and that. they're putting the, like the there's like the 13 minute flight. Yeah, and everyone got angry at that. They need to chill out because they need they. No, I'm sorry. Big, no, no, big, no, no, no. Big you're picture. Wrong. Big picture. Yes, big picture. Big picture. You need Taylor Swift if you're on the left. What does that mean? Meaning you need Taylor Swift on your side right now. I don't understand. You need Taylor it. Swift. You need someone just pumping the... more carbon dioxide no, into the environment no, to be on, on your no, side. No, if you're on the left, you need Taylor Swift endorsing the left. You need her endorsing Joe Biden, bringing her millions <laughs> and millions. What are you Joe Biden's for? the left? Huh? Joe Biden is the left? Okay, now we're getting into Christopher Lodd land. Jesus Christ. Seriously, yes, he, yes, he's, <laughs> jo, yeah, he's not. I'm sorry. No, he's not. You're right. Joe Biden is a conservative Republican. I'm sorry. He's, he's far, a con- he he's, is far right. He's totally not a Democrat running for president. You, you, he you, is you a Democrat it. running for president. Okay, and that's what I'm talking about. You're playing semantics, and you know what I'm talking about. They need. See, we went down. Jason, why did you let this happen? This is the dumbest. All I was trying to say is who's rooting for whatever, and then this guy got involved, and it got all this. All wow. Was, Something happened with politics? All I was trying to say was, I wonder who the right is rooting for in the Super Bowl. Joe Biden's left? No, dude. He's not. No. No. Him in his big red hat. I want you to define left when we get off the air, okay? Gotcha. All right. Well, I, I will want, do that for you. And then you're going to say, no, that doesn't count. I, I want an no, that doesn't I, count. I, I want an essay. 
There's one guy on the right, one guy on the left in the general. But no. they both agree on almost everything. That Trump and Biden agree on almost everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, okay, I'm just off with Chris, man. This is what happens. This is what happens. It's like the turd in the punch bowl. Trying to do a radio show. And you get you old Morrissey'd out and say your crap. Now it's You're the one still talking about it. I'm trying to segue into something more pleasurable to talk about, like highlights from last night's game. Here's uh, Jaden Ivey. Here's Ivey now. He's been Mr. Everything here in this fourth quarter. Working against Herter. Probes, pulls it back. Now curls to his right. Reaches inside. Scores it. No interior help on the defense. Jaden Ivey just beating the Kings single-handedly. 16 of his 34 in the quarter. He was pretty good. Yes, he was. 30, Made all of his shots in the fourth. 37 points. Mike Brown was disappointed. You know, I there are many times during the season where I could say that I was disappointed in our performance. And uh, tonight is definitely one of them, if not at the top of the list. Um, the way we played the game, especially defensively, uh, was not good. They had, Detroit had their way with us. We couldn't contain the dribble drive. In the ISO situation, we couldn't contain the ball in pick-and-roll situations. Uh, they got downhill and collapsed our defense and sprayed the ball for uh, three-point shots after going along the baseline. Um, Jaden Ivey just he torched us. Uh, Jalen Duran, he was a handful. Uh, Alec Burke and Sasser off the bench. Uh, they got to their spots and created scoring opportunities for themselves time after time after time. Mm. Yeah. Well, are you doing things the right way, Coach? You know, so th- th- these are things that we practice and we will continue to practice. Um, but at some point, we have to say, you know what? I'm, I'm going to do it the right way. And if it doesn't work, it, I'm, I'm going to do it the right way at the highest freaking level. And if it doesn't work, then I'm going to point and say we got to change things up. There's there's nothing to change up right now because we're not doing our job. We're, we didn't do our job tonight, for sure. Yeah, they didn't do their job at all, and Detroit had their way. That 15 points in the last three minutes, in my opinion, was we didn't close the quarter like we should have. We always tell our guys, close the quarter, close the quarter the right way, close the quarter with a sense of urgency, and – Detroit had their way with us in the last three minutes, and that's why they ended up with 36 or 39, whatever, 39 points in the in the second. And now if they go on like you predicted and they win their next <laughs> three. I did. Well, we talked about it, and I said yesterday, if – if they if if I knew they were going to win the next three, I said I'd I'd be yeah I'd we be, take that loss but, take the loss ugh. but but it, 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 even then you're still going to be more upset absolutely because it's like where were you then where it, were you last night it shows you what they're capable of and they've shown us everything right some really quality wins and some just mind boggling head scratching disappointing frustrating embarrassing losses yeah they've shown us all of that I hate today. I don't like it. I have taco soup waiting for me at home, too. There you go. And, like, one last avocado that I'm going to put on top. A little, a little diced avocado. It tastes good. A little, it's a little creaminess and texture. 
Not even that excited about that. Mm. I've just been munching Nutri-Grain balls, balls. <laughs> Nutri-Grain bars all morning. We'll take a break. One well, of those. Speaking of food, you got a big game party coming up Sunday. We've already helped you out on, on one end or set you up. Guess what? $125 in fire wings coming up for you in the next segment. Don't call yet. I got a trivia question for you. What's that trivia question? Stick around along with what to watch next. Michael Dave Show with Jason Ross. Call or text at 916-339-1140. On Sacktown Sports. 1-800-920-1140. Call right now. And you'll have an opportunity to answer a trivia question. And we're going to make these big game related. And if you answer it right, you're getting $125 in fire wings. How about that? Or, you know, well, fire wings, but you can yeah. do wings, you can do ramen, you can do season You got choices. You got a lot of choices. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm trying to see, what is, what is, what is Ryan, Ryan's mad about something on the chat line. I don't know what, Jason. I'm going to find that out, but I think it's directed at Styles and Watkins. Uh-oh. Yeah. That can't be. Oh, they had that's a great all about. show yesterday. They had a wonderful show, yeah. and I think they even had so many interviews They've got it. They're going to like have some leftover from today for today, plus new interviews. Yeah. All right. Let's go to this Caesar. Yes. Caesar, how you doing? Good. You guys? Yeah, we're doing. Yeah. You know, doing fine. Yeah, I mean, crappy <laughs> loss, but you know, what are you going to do? Same, same. I know. I same, know. guys. Same. Uh, Caesar, I want you to have one hundred and twenty-five dollars worth of fire wings for the big game this Sunday. And I just want you to be able to answer a trivia question, okay? Okay, let's go. What team has played in four Super Bowls but never held a lead? Oof. Um, the Vikings? Oh, that is absolutely correct. That is absolutely Let's go. correct. Let's go. And, you know, we, we've, Let's go. we've done this for a long time. There's a special sixth sense you get when you can tell if there's cheating or Googling involved. And I don't know from what corner of your rear end you pulled that from. I was actually, I was wondering, like, is he going to, I thought you might say Bills or something like that. For you to pull Vikings out, that's well done, Caesar. Man, I'll keep it honest. The first thing that I was stuck on was when you guys had mentioned the uh, Patriots and Falcons a minute ago. And I was like, why am I just thinking Patriots and Falcons? Why? Right. I don't know. Well, I'm glad you overcame that. <laughs> Good you, work. You took your time. You thought it through. I truly, honestly thought we were going to move on and have a few. I did not plan yeah. on the first guy getting the right answer, but I'm glad, Caesar. Congratulations. Let's hey, let's go to Fire Wings and get $125 worth of Fire Wing and all the other wonderful things. You, you could divide that up. You yeah. get some wings. You get some sandwiches. You get some ramen. You can get some seasoned fries. And you have a heck of a party. Heck of a party. You can eat it all yourself, Caesar. I don't hey. even care. Were you guys aware that the Florin Road location has pizza as well? Yes! What? He, he's scouting. Is this a setup? Is, is this a is this a, a, a work on the radio? Yes. And, and and may I say that it's fire? 
Hey, the pizza is fire. You may, Caesar. You know, you got Caesar. You got to crush the process. That's what we say. That's that's the slogan. Let's finish off this uh, amazing giveaway by asking you simply: What fire wing supported radio station makes all your finger licking dreams come true? Sacramento Sports, baby, eleven forty. Let's go. I, I, that, honest God, Caesar's on fire. That literally. is perfect. What a win. I want to go to the YouTube chat now because I've noticed this thing where, like, when we do a giveaway like that and somebody wins, they're all like a, a bunch of like little hens in the hen house. They get, they're like, I don't know if I wanted him to win that. <laughs> oh, really? Or is that all we have to do? Yeah. Be yeah. happy for Caesar. Yeah. It's clutch. Be happy for him. I wrote it down. It was it was between two teams in my mind, but I, I was Vikings or Bills. Honestly, I didn't. I did not. I did not. Uh, I, I honestly yeah. thought he'd say Bills. Nice job, Caesar. All right, and so don't forget, we've got even more food for you tomorrow. Stay tuned here. Uh, Jason, when it comes to what to watch and uh, really what to listen to as well, uh, trade deadline expires two and a half hours from now. We will have all the info from you. It seems like it, it flurried a little bit. Yeah, nothing massive. I mean, Gordon Hayward would be the biggest name, I guess, right, so far um, on the move as he's leaving from – uh, Charlotte to OKC. I don't know if there's going to be any further plans there, but the Knicks have been very busy. Uh, Detroit, Buddy Heald, former King, has been moved as well to Philadelphia. And, you know, I think this should be acknowledged too. Uh, NBA Central has this uh, little write-up here online, and, and and it's a great point. The Knicks acquired OG Ananobi, Bojan Bogdanovich, and Alex Bur- Alec Burks without relinquishing any of their first-round picks. They now have all their picks for an acquisition this summer. Uh, they're good with clutch sports now. There was those issues there. Jalen Brunson's an all-star. Um, it's pretty, you know, when you, you think about Leon Rose and everybody going in there and kind of taking over and trying to do their thing, it's about as good a look for the Knicks as it's been in yeah. a long time. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and look, I have no love for the Knicks whatsoever, but no, I, I don't have any hate, and I can acknowledge the NBA is better when the Knicks are good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those tentpole franchises that – and plus, they're not in the West, so I don't care. Yeah. Kings yeah. still haven't played them yet, have they? Um, no, home or road. Great. God, just thought of that. They're going to be all good. Maybe they'll, they're good right now. Maybe they'll be in a slump. Mm. Will that help? Maybe. <laughs> We've also got Warriors and Pacers tonight. Steph Curry getting his revenge on Tyrese Halliburton. Why is he need revenge on Tyrese? Oh, sure. because uh, Fox wears his shoe. Okay. So he's got his back. Got it. Uh, Mavs at Knicks, the Jalen Brunson revenge game. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like this game. Let's come up with like a fat storyline for each one. Okay. Jazz at Suns. There's, uh, there's a lot of Suns in Utah. Danny Ainge revenge game. Used to be. Used to be a son. He was. Yeah. Former King, yeah, Danny Ainge. Uh, also, Tom Chambers once got a speeding ticket in Salt Lake City. <laughs> sure. Okay. And Nuggets Lakers. This is scouting for Denver coming to Sacramento yeah, tomorrow. Yet another team playing the front end of a back-to-back before they get to Sacramento. And this is LeBron versus Jokic. Yes. The, the blood feud. Right. Did you see that pass Jokic had? Was it... No, it was the day before yesterday where he went between uh, Giannis's legs. Yes. Was, yeah. He's really good. Oh, you missed the Giannis game, too. Giannis, the Timberwolves and Bucks, two teams actually struggling. <sighs> did I miss? I did Doc miss Rivers. that. Can oh. Doc Rivers get his second win? 
also, oh, here's the storyline. Timberwolves versus Bucks. The only two teams in the NBA whose cities start with meh. Except once a state. Yeah. But it's in the meh. Minneapolis. Yeah. Minneapolis, Milwaukee. Both midtowns. Both. But yeah. In the Midwest. In the Midwest. That's right. Nowhere near Orlando or Orange County, California, where Mickey Mouse is. Good point. And M is the 13th letter of the alphabet. Taylor Swift. I don't know. That's the 13th letter. We'll take a break. Or you will were we? right. What? It is. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. She's mentioned that before. Because <laughs> she sits in row M when she's won a Grammy. Oh, which is 13. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M. You had to count to make sure you were right? Like for short numbers, yeah. I still have to count on my fingers. No, but you didn't believe that. Uh... No, I did. I just, then I felt like I had a, I needed a second source. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, the source. I'm too early for a break, right? Are we breaking in two minutes? Yeah, we got a couple minutes. Oh, we do. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see here. What are we doing? Uh, let's. No, I don't want to go back to the Kings, Jason. I don't okay. want to go back there at all. Yeah, like, punish him. Yeah. We don't have to. Yeah. No, we're not doing it. How about Tom Brady? And why? Why does Bill Belichick have a job? Hmm. Right. I, I don't know the criteria for hiring these guys for hiring coaches. You know, I have never been a part of it. I mean, I'm surprised that the greatest coach ever doesn't have a job. You know, absolutely, but. You know, I'm surprised a lot of things in the NFL. I'm surprised when I was a free agent, there was a lot of teams that that didn't want me. I'm, you know, I'm surprised that Steve Young started in the USFL and went to Tampa. I'm, su- I'm, I'm surprised that Tampa traded Steve Young to the 49ers. There's a lot of things that happen that you know, for one reason or another, don't go exactly the way you, you know, you think they should go. Yeah, and I don't know if he's going to coach again. Belichick. Yeah, I would be shocked. I mean, so like, why will next year be different? Uh, I think next year will be different. Well, A, because you're going to have that many more openings, and maybe this opening is the right opening. I I could totally see. I mean, look, there's there's no. Uh, I have no reason to believe this other than just tinfoil hat. But if I'm Bill Belichick, dude, I am taking a year off. I am. I have been coaching for 50 straight years. I'm going to go on my boat. I'm going to hang out in Martha's Vineyard. I'm going to hang out with my looks-to-be-way-too-young girlfriend who's absolutely – I mean, Bill Belichick is – he, he hey, give him credit, man. The guy's navigated the dating world with his coaching uh, uh, schedule and all that. Uh, he likes to sail around, travel a little bit, take some time off, dude, decompress. You're old. Like, you don't have – 30 years, 50 years left. Right. Like, enjoys. And then that's why I wonder if he'll get another. I mean, I heard yesterday on Styles and Watkins from Vegas, uh, they talked to oh, Brock Heward mm-hmm. from our, yeah. you know, uh, partner sister station up there in uh, Seattle. Yep. He said the metrics now support it. To, th- this is the youngest the NFL has ever been as far as coaching. Sure. Coordinators, head coaches. So that's the trend. Doesn't mean it can't cycle back, but you miss a year when you weren't, you know, there were plenty of openings for him to be picked. Yes. And now you're a year older. Doesn't mean he can't coach, but I just, I think it's harder for him to get back in, even with his resume. I, I, I will say the biggest thing, I cannot imagine him. He's right there at the coaching record. He is. I know he wants the record, yeah. I'm sure. Oh, oh, there's going to look, as far as teams hiring him, like what I was going to say conspiracy wise is that would it even 
slightly surprise you if Dallas had him in the year after this. McCarthy's on a one-year deal, basically. You know, you got Rex Ryan. Maybe he goes and is your D coordinator, whatever that was. Belichick comes to Dallas. There's going to be a team that's going to offer Bill Belichick a butt-ton of money. I don't know who it would be, and I can't guarantee it would be the right team, but and maybe that's part of what Bill was thinking, too. Maybe he wants to coach for one more contract, get the record, and go 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 away. Maybe Atlanta wasn't it. Maybe uh, San Diego would. I, I I I don't know. I'm just saying what I think. Yeah. I just think I think it was a record. And I, I'm I, sure he does. Uh, when we come back, celebrity birthday is brought to you by Crumble Cookies. Hey, Simone's going to play with us. Yes, well. it's Chris Rolland. All that we'll do that. And uh, what's what day of the week is it? And nationally and all that fun stuff. We'll wrap up the show. And then Styles and Watkins live. I just missed the basket again. Live from Las Vegas. Brought to you by Jiffy Lube. We're right back. It's time for the news of the day. The latest headlines, the biggest stories, hard-hitting analysis. Yeah, this is none of those things. And now, here's Carmichael Dave and Jason Ross. Yeah. We're like the Piston fan. Yeah, the one... Should have G-Man on today. He probably needs us. Sometimes G-Man needs people too, you know. Mm-hmm. Shameful performance. Yep. Mm. Uh, you see the latest trade? Oh uh, yeah, what was it? It was uh, the uh, somebody I liked. Oh, Spencer Dinwiddie for uh, who? Dennis Schroeder. Yeah. I Raptors and Nets. I wouldn't mind Dinwiddie on the team. Jason, if right now, this isn't going to happen, so everyone calm down, but right now, if if it came down sometime in the next 10 minutes that the Kings traded for Ben Simmons, would we cut into Styles and Watkins? I think you would. I would just take over. I'm sorry, guys. I Here. like how you don't have to do a disclaimer if you said that yesterday. If I... If it hey, this is not happening. <laughs> That's true. Today, though... Today's National Iowa Day. You ever been to Iowa? Yes. Yeah, been to Iowa. Oh, Lake Manawa, Iowa. You're going this year. See Creed. You're absolutely right, I am. That's almost official, by the way. Almost. I got kicked out of Lake Manawa one time. We're doing something that was not not great. I won't say it. On, it's, it's so not great, I won't say it on the air. Let's just say, uh, uh, yeah, I got kicked out of Lake Manawa hmm. once. Um... Is that around the same time when you got arrested? Uh, it was two years later. I was living in Nebraska, but it was uh, or it was two years prior to that. Yeah, I was there with my then girlfriend, and it's a it's it's a well. Now I don't want people thinking it was something wrong. She, we were. You ever play the game Chicken? Yes. Where I somebody's think. on your shoulders. Yes. Okay, I didn't know if you. Yeah. <laughs> where you drive no, cars at each that other? One. More like yeah, one. You know, so it was right. a buddy of mine and his girlfriend. They're playing chicken and all that, and then. People were drinking, and someone's top came off, and <laughs> they, we all got It was moved. yours. Yeah. I didn't want people to think like it was like really bad. It was just, you know, we were stupid kids. Uh, also, I've said this before, Nebraskans and Iowans, there's a rivalry because they're right next to each other. And Nebraskans say Iowa stands for idiots out wandering about. I'll never forget that. It's pretty, pretty clever. Also, a big coliseum in uh, Omaha called Exarban Coliseum. That's Nebraska backwards. True story. You can look it up. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, today is National Kite Flying Day. I'm interested now about this. Why don't you go do it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you flew a kite, Chris? Seven, eight years old. Uh, Jason? I feel like even before that. I should have saved this for uh, two truths and a lie. Because I a- fly a kite every summer. No, you I don't. love kites. I do. <laughs> no, I do. Every like, s- you know it's summer when you go outside and fly a kite. No, so so every summer uh, we usually go uh, uh, to to Manchester in nor- Northern California, the beaches. It's really windy there, and we have this whole collection of kites in the garage. You have a collection have. of them. Well, I we but some of them break. But I think right now we probably have four or five. And we, we kind of keep a rotation. We add one, like a new one every year. Like we got this big old dragon one last year. And the year before was like one that looks like a parachute. Like, uh, it's hard to describe, but I love flying kites. And it's super windy there. You would have definitely won two truths and a lie with that one. What, you wouldn't have believed that? Oh, oh, that's a lie. Can I just say there's something incredibly peaceful flying a kite. You're on a beach, for example. Uh it's windy, it's nice, you know it's 100 degrees back home, and you're just sitting there, the ocean's breaking and waving and stuff, and uh, the, the the seagulls are, ah, oh, I'm a seagull, and you're flying a kite. And it's like, it's, ni- it's nice. Fly, guys, fly a kite this summer. I'll loan you one of my kites. I want the dragon. You want the dragon? Dragon's tough because the tail gets all swirly sometimes. It's, it's, oh, I thought it was but, the fire. And you like you feel like you're a kid, you're running, well, or I make one of my kids run with the kite and get it going, and then I take it from them. And then I fly. Hey, I did Avery, this. Can you get this kite started for me? <laughs> it's always Mason. Yeah. Mason's happy to. He'll just run all the, oh, go, okay, I'll go. He doesn't ask any questions. And uh, today's National Boy Scouts Day. Chris, were you a Boy Scout? <laughs> you think that's a truth or a lie? I think you were. I was. Yes. Jason. You know what? Wasn't for me. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. That'd be awesome if Chris was like an Eagle Scout. I got all the way up to Weebelos. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a flex. I went to the first meeting and found out there were no cookies. And that was it? Yeah. Yeah, because Girl Scout. What do Boy Scouts have that? Never mind. It's, let's move on. Celebrity birthdays. Brought <laughs> to you by Crumble Cookies. Good catch, Dave. Yeah. But, I mean, do, do they have a main fundraiser? Like, the Girl Scouts have cookies. Do the Boy Scouts just kind of glom onto that and sell the cookies, too? Or Kite flying. Kite I flying. don't remember doing a fundraiser. Huh? Yeah, I, I don't know how they raise their funds. I think it's just like, hey, this is coming up. Your parents <laughs> have to pay for this. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Crumble Cookies brings you celebrity birthdays. Simone, Chris, myself, let's go. Jason Ross. Happy birthday, Clay. Thompson. Yeah, it is Clay Thompson's birthday. How old is Clay? 31. 33. Uh, I think you're right. 32. Yeah, it's Christopher Lott for the win, 34. Oh, wow. Dang it. He is old. Happy birthday to musician Anderson Cooper. Pack. Musician. Thank you, Simone. Yeah. (laughs) You guys are the worst. (laughs) Yes, I agree. We we kind of are. Anderson Pack, I have no idea. Uh, uh, Simone, how old is he? Ooh, he's grown. Grown and sexy. Give me a 38. Uh, no, he's like 35. I actually think he's 37, mm. and you guys are wrong. You know what? We have a correct answer, and it goes to Simone! Yes! Dang it. <laughs> Happy birthday, John. Stewart. Legend. I wanted to say legend, too. John Oliver, please. Okay. John Williams, legendary composer. Oh, Dave's got this one. You better dun, get this dun, right. dun, dun, dun. Uh, I think he's like 81. Okay. 
He's so good. He's 85. 84. Uh, no one's in the right decade. He's 92. Whoa. No way. Yeah. No. Happy birthday, Vince. Carter. This is Gilligan. How, this is how stupid <laughs> I am on multiple levels. <laughs> the first thing that popped in my head, you said Vince, and I went Cully. Which is wrong Scully. for like nine reasons. Yeah. His name wasn't Vince Scully. <laughs> uh, Vince Coleman. Oh, Vince Fun. Neal, lead singer of Motley Crue. Uh, oh, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Vince Neal is 66. How old is his liver? Yeah, it's for real. Yeah. 90, mm. uh, 98. 70, please. 62. Uh, Christopher Lott for the win. 63. Okay. Happy would I would I know a Motley Crue song? Yes. Yeah. Okay. He's the one that called out feel good. He's, He's gonna make me feel all right. I'm on my way. Okay. Yes, I know that one. Okay. Beautiful. Home, sweet home, tonight, tonight. Okay. Happy birthday to Alonzo. Morning. Right. Correct. Alonzo. Morning. Zo. Mm. Zo. So. Um, Let's pass some Zo. <laughs> Let's get some Zos. <laughs> He is 53. Ooh, I wanted to say 53. 54. 50. We have a correct answer, and it goes to Christopher Lodge. Yeah. Yeah. Not me. Not me. Uh, happy birthday to Stephanie. Seymour. Meyer. Uh, it's actually Stephanie Courtney. Who's Stephanie Courtney? Everybody sees her every single day. Okay. It's Flo from Progressive. Oh. oh. Well, wait a minute. I thought her name was Flo. What is this crap? Is it weird that I have kind of a crush on her? Who doesn't? Oh, oh, okay, good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, what okay. a uh, right. career. So I've told you this before. So my my uh, brother-in-law was the French model on those State Farm commercials. Mm-hmm. So he was lucky enough to have like a run, right? So I know what he made. And then so we'll talk about yeah. like what she makes. It's insane. Still, there's a reason why she's been doing them for like 10 yes. years. Millions. Don't turn that down. Oh, my God. Uh, Flo is uh, 50, 52. No way. Give me 44. 48. Carmichael Day with a win, 54. Wow. Yeah. Happy right. birthday to SNL's Cecily Strong. Ooh, I should know this one. Go ahead. Take it first, then. 36. No, she is 41. She's actually 43 today. Mm, Christopher Lodd for the win, 40. Mm. Uh, let's see, where can we go? Oh, another newsman. How about Ted Koppel? Is he st- Who? He is still with yeah. us. Uh, Ted Koppel is 90 On Ted today. Koppel. Nightline. Ted Koppel. What'd you say? They're uh, still 90. in Iran. <laughs> That's pretty good. Mm. 91. I'm going to say 88. Before you answer, can I just say this? Hey, uh, if Ted Koppel was in a lineup, Simone, with a sweatshirt that said, I'm Ted Koppel, would you be able to pick him out of a lineup? No, I just identified that. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. I wasn't listening. I'll look him up right now. Okay. He's 84. He's 84. Yeah. Who got that? No Uh, one. You, I think. Yeah, I said 90. I said 88. Chris got it. Oh, he got it. All right. Well, for Chris, for Cross, Randy. Oh. See that? Chris Cross. Yeah. That'll make you. I did that. Yeah. Jump, jump, jump. jump. Uh, for Kelly, for Sam, and for who did we replay? Um, wasn't Ronnie Lot Lombardi. Lombardi. Lombardi and more. Thank you so much. Uh, good job, everybody. Styles and Watkins, live from Vegas, Radio Road, brought to you by Hoo-ah. Jiffy Lube, is next. We'll have all your trade deadline coverage as well all day long, so stick it right here on Sacktown Sports. <laughs> 